welcome. Thanks for tuning in. I'm here to share wisdom that will empower you to create and maintain happiness, inner peace, and success in all your goals. So let's get started. Welcome back. Based on the enormous amount of feedback that I received from my podcast on anxiety, I decided to offer more support for those of you dealing with this affliction. I personally know quite a few people who suffer daily from anxiety, but I had no idea that so many adults, teens, and even little children struggle with this problem. A problem that, according to the National Institute of Health, is the most common mental illness in the United States. 18% of the population, that's 40 million adults, struggle with anxiety. Anxiety and depression often go hand in hand, and about half of those with depression also experience anxiety. And that's just adults. Factor teens and children, it really makes me wonder what's really going on in the world, what's really going on in our minds and in our bodies. If you have been paying attention to the information that I share week after week, then you must know by now that I approach everything in life holistically. Native people say that we are part of a web and are connected to all things in the universe, and that is very much true. But what it doesn't say is that there's also an inner web that connects everything within us to everything else within us. I view the human condition much like the medicine wheel of Native philosophy. The medicine wheel, if you don't know it, it's a circle with a vertical line crossing directly in the middle of a horizontal line, and it illustrates four equal quadrants to that wheel. We, as humans, have four equal quadrants. They are physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual aspects to all of us. Each is equally important, and we must have balance among all of them. This is how we create happiness in work, family, relationships, in life. Now that's a nice, tidy depiction of our four main human aspects, but within each quadrant, it gets broken down into finer and finer details of interconnections. In my podcast, Three Things to Do for Anxiety, I offered a behavioral, psychological, and spiritual approach to helping overcome anxiety. Well, in further researching holistic cures for anxiety, I learned more fascinating information. One of the things that intrigues me most is that it's actually of worldwide epidemic proportions. No country seems to be spared from anxiety and depression. I chose to limit what I share today to the research done by three different teams of researchers in three different countries. One in the United States by the Harvard Medical School, another conducted by the Department of Psychology at the University of Karachi in Pakistan, and the third was carried out at Kwantlen Polytechnic University in British Columbia, Canada. What's amazing to me is that they are all saying the same thing. In my ignorance, I used to think that these three countries, most countries in fact, were vastly different in their approaches to most things. But what I loved discovering is the interconnectedness when it comes to suffering and healing. It reinforces my belief that we are truly all one in humanity, no matter our country, no matter our gender, no matter our ethnicity or our cultural or traditional ways. We are all one and the same as humans. Each of these countries' research teams have concluded that there is a direct correlation to our diets and our mental health, and that making intelligent choices in what we eat a very physical act, 
will decrease the amount of dis-ease we experience mentally. There are many holistic treatment options that are important in the role of managing anxiety. As I discussed previously, behavioral, psychological, and spiritual options, but also diet is important in helping to manage anxiety as well. All of these treatment options are well within most of our means. Another thing I love about these non-traditional methods is that they are very traditional in terms of humanity, culture, and how food was originally used as medicine by most ethnicities. This is what I got from Wikipedia on food and diet in ancient medicine. And I'm quoting from Wikipedia here. Our modern understanding of disease is very different from the way it was understood in ancient Greece and Rome. Modern physicians approach healing way differently than the methods used by healers or elite physicians like Hippocrates or Galen. In modern medicine, the understanding of disease stems from the germ theory of disease, a concept that emerged in the second half of the 19th century, such that a disease is the result of an invasion of a microorganism into a living host. Therefore, when a person becomes ill, modern treatments target the specific pathogen or bacterium in order to beat or kill the disease. In ancient Greece and Rome, disease was literally understood as dis-ease, or physical imbalance. Medical intervention, therefore, was tasked with the restoration of harmony rather than waging war against disease. Surgery was regarded by Greek and Roman physicians as extreme and damaging, while prevention was seen as the crucial first step to healing almost all ailments. In both prevention and treatment of disease in classical medicine, food and diet was central. The eating of correctly balanced foods made up the majority of preventative treatment as well as to restore harmony to the body after it encountered dis-ease. In the Harvard study, they concluded that in addition to healthy guidelines such as eating a balanced diet, drinking enough water to stay hydrated, and limiting or avoiding alcohol and caffeine, there are many other dietary considerations that can help relieve anxiety. For example, complex carbohydrates are metabolized more slowly and therefore help to maintain a more even blood sugar level, which creates a calmer feeling. A diet rich in whole grains, vegetables, and fruits is a healthier option than eating a lot of simple carbohydrates found in processed foods. When you eat is also important. Don't skip meals. Doing so may result in drops in blood sugar, and that's what could cause you to feel jittery, which may worsen underlying anxiety. They also concluded that the gut-brain access is also very important since a large percentage, about 95% of serotonin receptors, are found in the lining of the gut. Research is now examining the potential of probiotics for treating both anxiety and depression. The researchers at Harvard suggest making these foods a part of your anti-anxiety diet. You might be surprised to learn that specific foods have been shown to reduce anxiety. Diets low in magnesium were found to increase anxiety-related behaviors. Foods that are naturally rich in magnesium may therefore help a person to feel more calm. Examples include leafy greens, such as spinach or Swiss chard. Other sources include legumes, nuts, seeds, and whole grains. Foods rich in zinc, such as oysters, cashews, liver, beef, and egg yolks, have all been linked to lower anxiety. 
Other foods, including fatty fish like wild Alaskan salmon, contain omega-3 fatty acids. A study completed on medical students in 2011 was one of the very first to show that omega-3s may help reduce anxiety. A study in the journal Psychiatry Research suggested a link between probiotic foods and a lowering of social anxiety. Eating probiotic-rich foods such as pickles, sauerkraut, and kefir was linked with fewer symptoms. Asparagus is known widely to be a healthy vegetable, and based on research, the Chinese government approved the use of an asparagus extract as a natural functional food and beverage ingredient due to its anti-anxiety properties. Foods rich in B vitamins, such as avocado and almonds, they call these feel-good foods, they spur the release of neurotransmitters such as serotonin and dopamine. They are safe and an easy first step to managing anxiety. Should antioxidants be included in your anti-anxiety diet? Anxiety is thought to be correlated with a lowered total antioxidant state. Foods that are rich in antioxidants may help ease the symptoms of anxiety. Foods that are designated as high in antioxidants by the USDA include beans, dried small red beans, pinto, black beans, kidney beans, fruits such as apples, prunes, cherries, plums, all types of berries, blackberries, strawberries, cranberries, raspberries, blueberries, walnuts and pecans, vegetables such as artichokes, kale, spinach, beets, and broccoli, and even some spices such as turmeric and ginger. The research article that came out of Pakistan was titled Healthy Diet as a Tool to Reduce Anxiety and Depression. They cite complexity of daily life in modern culture as a typical cause for anxiety and depression. Anxiety and depression are now very common psychiatric disorders in Pakistan, having an occurrence in between 15 and 25% of the adult population. That's just adults. They inform that the World Health Organization predicts this year, 2020, that depression will be the second prominent reason behind premature death or disability. Citrus fragrances are famous for their mood-enhancing properties. Essential oils of grapefruit, lemon, lime, mandarin, and orange are often used for treating anxiety. Nutrients like zinc, folic acid, magnesium, vitamin C, and vitamin B12 have also been found to improve the symptoms of depression. These nutrients, in part, have been found to improve mood by their role in the synthesis of neurotransmitters that can be obtained from asparagus, beets, peas, beans, soybeans, lentils, cabbage, spinach, broccoli, pumpkin seeds, almonds, barley, and mushrooms. Kava also can relax the muscles, enhance the mood, relieve pain, and produce a calming effect. A review of 14 different studies revealed that people with depression have low levels of omega-3 fatty acids, both EPA and DHA. And lastly, Canadian research has found that eating less than three portions of fruit and vegetables per day appears to be linked to a higher risk of having an anxiety disorder. The study looked at data gathered from 26,999 men and women, all between the ages of 45 and 85. 
From the data, the researchers found that participants who ate less than three portions of fruits and vegetables per day had at least a 24% higher chance of being diagnosed with an anxiety disorder. The findings, which are published in the International Journal of Environmental Research, also showed that as participants' levels of total body fat increased just past 36%, the likelihood of anxiety disorder increased by more than 70%, which, the researchers say, could be partly explained by the lack of fruit and vegetables in their diets. Increased body fat may be linked to greater inflammation, and emerging research suggests that some anxiety disorders can be linked to inflammation. It is estimated that 10% of the global population will suffer from anxiety disorders, which are a leading cause of disability. Findings suggest that comprehensive approaches that target health behaviors, including diet, may help to minimize the burden of anxiety disorder. Eating healthy is always a good idea, but please be sure to talk to your doctor if your anxiety symptoms are severe or they last more than two weeks. But even if your doctor recommends medication or therapy for anxiety, it's still worth asking the question whether you might also have some success by adjusting your diet. While nutritional psychiatry is not a substitute for other treatments, the relationship between food, mood, and anxiety is garnering more and more attention. There is a growing body of evidence around the world and more research is certainly needed to fully understand the role of nutritional psychiatry. So there you have it, folks. We are living in an anxiety-producing modern world, and modern research is connecting the dots to the practice of ancient medicine. Please continue to discover for yourself which combination of a multidisciplinary approach is the best one for your healing. Our food choices and diet seem to be a part of the cure. Thank you very much for listening and many blessings to you on your healing journey. Until next time, create the peace you seek. Visit whitefawnwellness.com to learn more about our programs and how I might be able to help you. And remember to like us on Facebook and maybe leave a review on iTunes. Be happy and be well.